Doctor Who podcast on the net whose hosts get shot by the defabricator before each episode. That's right. Picture that in your minds. My name is Mark Turcotte, and joining me as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What is up, my man? And shit is happening, Ooh. brother. Dude. We're here, man. We, like, now we're getting into some Doctor Who. Like, before it was, like, fun, and we were, like, having, like, some fun and funny ha-ha jokes, uh-huh. and now we are, we're, we're at the point where we're revisiting things. Big time. And we're getting some an- getting some answers, I think. Yeah. yeah and a little bit. Obviously, st- like, a good show. Still some questions, More but, questions. man, what a ride this episode was. Oh, and it's yeah. not over. And it's not over. It's There's not still over. one more to go. Nope, nope, nope. Well, thank you everyone for joining us here. We are talking about episode 12 of season one, Bad Wolf, this week. So before we get on to the discussion here, quick little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, don't forget, you can email us if you want to the TARDIS Tardy Podcast at gmail.com, just like Samuel Gilbert <laughs> did. Sam says, great episode this week. Glad you are continuing to enjoy it. He said, the moment has come. Bad Wolf is upon you, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear your breakdown. When you all mentioned getting some Sonic screwdrivers, it reminded me of my early days in the Who fandom. I once had bought just about every Sonic there was. He said, though most have unfortunately been lost to time. I've been chatting the show up with my other Who-obsessed friends, and I'm hoping to get them into the show as well. Well, thank you for that, Sam. He says, every Friday, I look forward to listening and has become part of my weekly routine. Thanks again for letting me have the experience of seeing new fans fall in love with the show. If you all ever open a Patreon, let me know, because I'll be glad to kick some lucre your way. <laughs> well, Sam, we don't have any news on that yet, but that is something we've yeah. thought about. Definitely we've something. discussed. We, we, we definitely have some some cool rewards, I think, for people if we were to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this one, P.S., he says, I've heard you've all mentioned other podcasts that you've done. What are they? Uh, I mean... Uh, I you think, want to go into them? I, I mean, well, I think the, the biggest one, obviously, is Guardian Radio, which is kind of what came... Because you, you were on early days of Guardian Radio, man. Uh, yeah, I, I was an original member of Guardian Radio, yep. which is uh, the Destiny-themed podcast, yep. which First is now... Which well, you just ended. It, I did, yes. You, so. you just ended it. It, um, it, it. Well, it's still the longest-running Destiny podcast, but it... Uh, yeah, it's ended. So it's still going to be kind of hold that title here probably for another six to seven months. But uh, yeah. yeah, did that for a long time about Destiny. It was a, a video game. If you're not familiar with it, you can find that. Just search up Guardian Radio. You can find it there. But Chris and I have been doing, prior to this, The Enthusiast Life, mm-hmm. which is a uh, pretty much geek culture show about news, comics, uh, or like geek news, comics, television, movies. And that has been even fired up. That's actually what's replaced Guardian Radio. So you can still find The Enthusiast Life as well as find the backlog of whatever we did, like 35, 40 episodes of just me and Chris. Yeah. So you can find that there. And, and Chris, you're going to be joining me on that at some point here. Yeah, for the bigger stuff. Yeah. Like when uh, like some, some big movies come out and things yeah. like that. Like I, an Endgame. An probably. Endgame episode, yeah. right? Avengers yeah. Endgame. I'm, I'm thinking that's going to happen, yeah. Yeah, definitely going to happen. Uh, for sure. And then we did... Um, what do we do? We did uh, a vault podcast. There was a, a website a vault long time ago. Uh, we did a plan trade TV show, yep. and this all started with Mark asking me to do a, a video game podcast called The Finer Geek, which I don't think those are. Do you even have those <laughs> I, anymore? I, I may actually have episodes of those on my old Mac. Yeah. That I don't even know if the power supply works for it anymore like we had no idea what we were doing nope. and literally recorded the first podcast with a microphone in a or it was a rock band microphone in a coffee cup yeah no. which we had to record over again because, because I, something happened it didn't, you, work. Yeah. it didn't yeah so we, we literally had to do the 
first show twice and we kind of just sounded like idiots <laughs> but that was how long ago 10 12 oh it's been yeah it's been about 11 years we've been podcasting 11 years ago. this summer i think will be 11 years man mm. crazy yeah, uh what? still suck at it yeah we do but, um he mentions the sonic screwdrivers and and were we talking about those at the end of last episode or was that off the air? I think we mentioned it at the end of okay. the, the last episode, but then off the air, we were actually looking them up. We started looking them up. Yeah. And like, it seems like there's a lot that have, that are available, but this one, like the Christopher Eccleston one, every one that I find is at least a hundred bucks. And all the other ones are like 13, 14, yeah, 15. They're cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they're cheaply made or if his is just not made anymore therefore it's rare i don't know yeah. what cases but it's um yeah it, it, it's it's up there in price anywhere you go i didn't find anyone on amazon but that like on uh like ebay or something and not mm-hmm. not, not not the uh auction ebay like the sales like you can just buy it right, right away buy it, I think it was like 120 bucks or something like that like, man wow crazy so. uh let's see we got one more email here we do want to read this one comes to us from paul and it's in reference to the police boxes because remember last week we were talking right. about the police box uh yeah. on, on the last episode they were basically talking about how the tardis basically took the form of was it a 1960s police box it was from the 60s and just kind of it, it broke like a fuse or something broke on it and it was just stuck that way and the doctor likes the way that it looks uh right. with that but he's uh he says hey guys uh, Paul from the UK here, loving the show. Little info about police boxes. They was used as mini police stations, used by police officers. Bobby's on the beat. For That sounds like a great uh, punk band or, or a pop, teeny bopper band. Uh, for filling paperwork, meal breaks, and detaining criminals. By the late 60s, their use was in decline because of improvement of two-way radios and increase of patrol cars. Keep up the good work. Really enjoying rewatching the show and listening to your wild speculation. Paul so it was like, thanks. When a cop didn't want to do anything, he just went in there. Yeah. And nobody could see him and he could act like he was working. Yeah. And maybe some of the time. It's like he today was. when someone goes and, and sits on the toilet for like 30 minutes with their phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. That is the police box for today. <laughs> it's a good idea, man. Like the, yeah. the size of it is it's a good size. And I got my. Are they? Like, how big is that? Like, yeah, really? dude. Like, look at You're this going thing. You're going to file paperwork. I mean, what can you, what can you think of? So. Like a little stool? Oh, a little filing cabinet? <laughs> did you just break it? I almost did. Chris, yeah. Chris has a. Is it a pop? It's a pop figure Tardis. Right? Yeah, I have yeah. two of them. Oh, did you break the door? <laughs> no, it's it opens. That you have way. two of them. Why do you have two of them? Well, I told you. Remember, like my uh, for Christmas, my uh, my family got me one. My wife got me one, and then my nephew got me one. Oh, that's right. So right. one is at one is at work. Oh, one's at work. That's right. And uh, and one is here. No, I didn't break it. The door swings inward. Oh. Is it but huge this is... inside? Is it actually huge inside, like to scale? Yeah, I can't see it because it's so is the big. The doctor in there just pushing levers, and there's like smoke <laughs> and sparks flying yeah. all over the place. I just see a bright light from, from <laughs> coming up from the ground. But I think, like, you know, just just the size of this thing. This is good size for a, a pop yeah. vinyl. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. So I yeah. would I would think like these are you can look them up. I just did a Google search, an image search, and you know most ones that show up are the TARDIS. But there's other ones, and they were. I think one was like red. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that was the fire departments. Maybe <laughs> I don't know if they had maybe. them. Maybe. But I think you could. You could set up a little desk in here and a little yeah. coffee station if you wanted, yeah. and just can chill out. Not doing Bobby on patrol. You could be your Bobby on patrol. Perfect. Walk a beat downtown. Uh. All right. Let's move on here, man. So enough of this little banter here. We have a great 
episode to talk about, and that is Bad Wolf. <laughs> Chris, we've made it. We've heard so much about this episode. Everybody, every email we've received since we've been doing the show has always said, can't wait for you to get to Bad Wolf. Like, can't right. wait for you to get to Bad Wolf. We've seen right. enough references here throughout this season up to this point. Let's start like we always do with just general overall impressions. Now, last episode didn't continue the streak. The streak was broken. Is this the greatest Doctor Who episode oh, of all time? And I hate, I hesitate to to rank it right now because it's not done yet. Um, but the way that it's going, it is heading in that direction. And I love when thi- when there's a build up to something like this, and it pays off. There's nothing like there's nothing greater than that. So like you had. Was this 12? Episode 12? 12, so 11 yeah. episodes leading up to this, just from watching it leading up to this. And then all the ex- excess stuff that, you know, when we talk to friends and family and stuff like that, like wait till you get to this episode like you were just saying. All right, then we're finally here. And to me, it lived up to, ex- to the expectation. Yeah. So when that happens, like now, I and we've said this so many times in, the, in this during this whole first season, like, yeah, we are invested and like this is a great show and we love doing this. Now we've turned a corner, I feel, at this point. And I really am excited to just continue to see where this progresses because yeah. now we're getting into some serious um, Doctor Who lore type of stuff. Yeah, well, I, you know, I think it was cool. Last episode, I remember us just kind of kind of gushing over the fact that we had the return of a villain. You know, how cool is that? And it's like a throwback yeah. to before. This episode shows that, like, it's everything everything that's happened up to this point not just one episode it's every single i mean they even show back to i forget the woman's name from the dickens episode and she's talking to rose about the vision of the bad wolf and and all of that within everything we've seen in these 11 episodes leads to this moment here in this episode And, and you know you can go back and watch each of those individually and they just at the time as we were watching and i thought it was just like oh here's just kind of a standalone doctor who episode and that's how this show goes it's kind of the monster of the week and that's we're just going to roll forward and kind of get little bits and pieces of story no like th- that happened and like you just said now we're in it man now we're in the doctor who this is it this is they're, they're we're going doing callbacks all episode long from the face of Bo to you know obviously the Daleks to just little bits and nuggets of things that were thrown all over the place, all are here. It's mm. wow. I wasn't anticipating that. I, I like I this whole either. time, right? You kind of just were going episode by episode, and and you know each episode is a different mission that they're on or a different time period, and that's all cool. But it all is connected. Yep. It's all connected. I, and I kind of wasn't really expecting that. So, um, crazy, awesome. man. Yeah. Awesome. Episode. awesome. But let's jump in yep. here. So, this episode starts with the doctor just completely disoriented, uh, almost in like a fetal position on the floor in this little tiny room. And he stumbles out of a door to the arms of Linda Moss, who we do find out then is one of these contestants on a big brother house, which I thought was kind of awesome that. You know, you have this very mid to early 2000s reality show represented here in Doctor Who. I think, what, it's live on channel 44,000. Something uh, like that. Which is hilarious. Uh, which which also, we forgot to mention, this is 100 years after the events of Station uh, Station 5, or Satellite 5. five right. Satellite 5. Satellite 5, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I thought was kind of neat that it, it went to that. So you knew something was up here, television playing a big role. We knew the role that it played in that episode with Satellite 5 and that they were broadcasting basically fake news kind of out 
now you have this reality show because then even when it flashes to Rose, she's on the weakest link at that point. Right. So we know there, you know, there's something going on here in Satellite Five. Um, and and you know, I think kind of the thing that tips us off that something's not right is the Doctor appears to have no clue as to why he's here. No, he right? doesn't. Not and at and all. he and he he uh, when Linda comes over to him. Like uh, she has to help him up and he and he's pretty much lost like all like motor functions like he can't even stand up Yeah, like on his own. He can't stand up. He, he kind of she lets go of him and he just falls right down So I think that's just from like, you know something to do with the time travel and they say something like that yep. but um, it just kind of hammers home that he really has no idea what what's going on at this point in time well, he's been transmatted, right? That's what Linda says. Is that so what they say? All this disorientation is due to the effects of transmat. Mm. Um, and Linda says, of course, that he's been chosen to be the newest housemate. Uh, when it flashes to Rose, we see her in the studio. And uh, this guy named Roderick tells her to remember to do exactly what the android says. And I remember she's kind of like, what? What android? And then, boom, then it appears around the weakest link. And it's the Anne. That's droid. Awesome. Anne is an <laughs> Anne from the weakest link, uh, which is kind of funny, I thought. Um, that they had her in there, which I think I love the model for the Android and then even the model for the two robots that are with Captain Jack with that are with Jack. Yeah. His, yeah. Uh, his two gynoids is what they call them. Trini <laughs> and Zuzana. <laughs> Do they say their names in the episode or yeah, you... well, they're okay. it's listed. what I'm reading right now is, is Trini and Zuzana are their names. I and, didn't even Oh no! Yeah. Well, I, actually, when you have the subtitles on, they they say their names. They say their names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I didn't. And I said mentioned this to you before. Like I don't watch. Uh, I don't even remember what it was. Now, does it say yes to the dress? Uh, this this That's one I'm reading what, too says it's that or what not to wear. It's kind of like what okay. not to wear. So maybe it's just one of those clothing shows that yeah. is on the E channel, which I. Glide over daily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love Jack, man. He is just so, like, he's thrown in a situation. He, Him, just like Rose and just like the doctor, has no clue why he's there. But he just right. goes with it, man. He's just like, eh. <laughs> which, by the way, I'm just saying that I like the android. I do like these other two droids. What's the deal with and I'm gonna I mean I, I don't want to bring this up, but what's the deal with the droids having boobs? Space boobs. <laughs> space robotic boobs and they're different size space robotic boobs. Like well, you would think I if mean, you're gonna build a robot that has boobs or that would you would want it to be the female robot, wouldn't they right. just be the same? Like why give them different sizes, honestly? Because in reality, there's different shapes and sizes. Yeah, but you, so but dude, it's, Give a, them to robots. it's a robot. It's clearly not real. Like, so you're already just making dude. it look like the most robotic robot you robot see, you could possibly make. Like, you why see do you see the gotta... scene later on? Like Jack actually like caresses them. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Rather <laughs> so, than like kind of touch it on the arm, he straight up puts his hands right on the boobs. Right on her boobs. <laughs> I love Jack, man. He's oh, great. Man. I, he's the, grown on me so much. Oh yeah, he's great, so man. And which which I think it, we're gonna have to watch Torchwood now, knowing which does come up later in this episode. Yeah. One of the questions to Rose, I do mention uh, Torchwood. Um, but this is where, to the intro that I did to this podcast, they shoot the defabri defabricator at him, and that's what strips all his clothes off him. Right. So, again, this is the only Doctor Who podcast where Chris and I both get shot with a defabricator. Now, luckily, we are not in the same room. We are miles apart, so we don't have to look at each other with the defabricator. 
but yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And I love to, Jack says, he's like, you know, am I nude in front of millions of people? And they're just like, yep. And, and he says, oh, well, then I guess your figures just went up. <laughs> he's got great, like, he has a fantastic one-liner later on, which I won't get, I won't spoil, or not that I'm spoiling anything, but I won't bring it up. Bring it up when he says it. It's a classic, classic one-liner that's, uh, it's totally Jack, but I can't believe I've never really heard it before, but uh, it's great. We'll get to it. Uh, let's see. And then it cuts back to, is that then it cuts back to, um, goes back to the doctor and he's trying doctor. to get out of his, his big brother house and the, the screwdriver is not working. No. Anything. And, and what is she, I think Linda says it's exoglass. Exoglass. And you need a nuclear bomb to get through. And the doctor says, don't tempt don't, me. I love that. Like, so can he just create a nuclear bomb with the sonic screwdriver? Is either he can create one or he knows where to go get one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But either way, I took that as like, man, this goes back to, is he bad? <laughs> who, who would who just drop an A-bomb on somebody? But, but I mean, I, well, I was thinking like, he says like, don't tempt me. So if you're saying don't tempt me, it almost means like at that moment, he can somehow get can do it. an atomic bomb there. Going back to like when he was stuck in the Dickens episode and right. the zombies are coming if worst case scenario, like could he have theoretically dropped an A-bomb on the zombies? I mean, it's obviously going to kill Rose and himself as well. But like if he can threaten just to break some glass to the, to do that, why wouldn't he? Why have we never heard him threaten before about using nuclear weapons? Like it's crazy. Um, yeah, well, there's so much to him. Like I, I think dropping an A-bomb is just one of the million things that he can do. So we don't get to all of it. Now that we're talking about it. Um, in the preview for the next episode, he says something in there where it's like, "There's, I can't get out of this. Um, this will, I can't remember what, what, and you know, we'll get to it. But he says, basically, says something where it make, gives you the impression that this is it for him, mm. and we know that it will be. Um, maybe that's it. Maybe he, yeah. he, maybe he conjures up something and he he blows everything up. Because he, he's kind of responsible for this. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll get I to mean, that. We're going to get to that. Oof, big, <laughs> big moment. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So um, that this is also the point. He's not able to get through. But then his, his amnesia kind of starts to clear. And this right. is when he realizes that they had just left. Well, <coughs> the TARDIS left and, and left Raxic. I can never say this. Can you say it? There you go. Uh, it left there, of course, dropping off the Slothene egg the little uh, Slothene egg, <laughs> right. uh, and then visited Kyoto, Japan in 1336, and uh, which I don't know what was going on there. I guess some maybe he's fighting some samurais or something going on there. Uh, they, they had just escaped from that and were laughing in the TARDIS control room when there was a bright light, which was the transmat beam, the thing that basically transmitted them. Uh, came through the walls and enveloped them all, and uh, they all went to their separate ways. So Rose right. appears in the weakest link. And so, you know, the idea of you transporting through the transmat, you do, that's basically why they lost their memory. So we learn there's this technology where you could transport places, <laughs> but you're not going to go. Like, would you, if that technology existed today and you're like, let's all go to Disney World. We don't need to fly in the plane, but we're not going to remember anything for two hours when we get there. <laughs> Would you want to do that? I, like, I can stand the two-hour flight. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I thought of that. I'm like, but that's terrible technology. Like, Pretty much, yeah. You can't fix that? I mean, unless that is the point. Maybe that is the point. You want them to be a little bit uh, out of it by the time well, they get there. I guess so. And it, it, Well, and then because it comes back to him. Like his memory comes back to him. Mm -hmm. So if you know that it eventually will come back to you. Eventually will. If, if, that, if that comes into play, eh, then maybe my decision might be a little bit different. Yeah, but, maybe it's different. Yeah. 
Uh, but knowing see. me, it'll be the one time that my memory doesn't come back to me, and then I'm just screwed for life, and <laughs> I have no idea who I am or where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So then uh, the doctor realizes, of course, that this beam, because he says a regular transmat beam just could not have penetrated the, the TARDIS. So it had to have been something different. And that Real this power, is not right. just a game. Something is coming from somewhere else. Must be very powerful. Something's going on. And he looks into the camera, and that's what he says. I'm going to get out. I'm going to find my friends. I'm going to find whoever's responsible for this, basically. Right. Uh, threatening the people watching. Which then we see there are two people, a man and a woman, watching the games from a control room. Um, and they're not even sure where these people, when I say people, I'm talking Jack, Dr. and Rose have come from. Um, and so, you know, here we have another situation, just like what happened in the satellite five episode. They just well, show up. And, you know, when he, when he points to those people, he says, I'm, you know, I'm going to come for you or whatever. And, and the people that they show, because we got the, before this episode started, they give you the, the, you know, previously on part and it's the old uh, satellite five episode and where everybody on, on uh, four or 500 was frozen. They cut to those couple of people that you're talking about and you're assuming they're on floor 500 again, right? Yeah. but it's completely different. It's not frozen. No. Nobody's dead. It, it had the same hand things. I mean, those yeah. things, which we see that right. multiple times on doors and stuff kind of throughout the right. episode. So I thought that was kind of cool that, you know, and, and it tells you again, it's a hundred years in the future. So things have obviously changed. Um, and they melted everything when when they were there the last time. So, but it was just so you know that this is the same uh, area basically. Just they don't they don't abide by the same rules as they did before because the Jagrafest is dead and all that shit. Right. So, um, it was cool. The Jagrafest mm. uh, cuts back to the Big Brother house and it's eviction time in there so usually you know if you watch big brother which i haven't watched that show in years probably since the first episode. well they do the rose thing first man the rose is on uh weakest link oh was that before that but yeah before oh, they do before they do an, before they do an elimination so on that, big brother that's when they start the uh the questions going around the room yeah and rose at this point just thinks it's you know a game of that's right she's having weakest a good link. time she's, <laughs> she's laughing and and yeah. and those people are uh those people that are watching are like, you know, they say something like she must, she must know. And we don't know what that means yet, but there's a question that's asked. Uh, when we get to it, here it is here. Which month after uh, the who? great cobalt pyramid is built in the remains of which famous or old earth Institute. He says touchdown. Yeah. Uh, but the answer yeah, is torchwood torchwood. Yeah. So will we see the great cobalt pyramid? Maybe. Uh, Maybe in Torchwood. What about President Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, Rose is having a grand old time. She's laughing. She thinks it's funny. And um, then I don't think they do the vote here. They they That's when they go back to the people. Yeah, then it goes back to the doctor, right? And, and right. Uh, Crosby gets kicked out. And uh, everybody in the house is very upset. And the doctor is just like, what, what do you mean? She's going to go out. She's going to get like a book deal, a whole marketing thing, do all the circuits, be able to be on TV and that. And then he realizes that when they kick her out, no, they actually get at this point, they think he thinks they're actually just getting killed. They're getting completely disintegrated. We'll learn right. later that that's not exactly what's happening. Right. Uh, well, although we don't know. That's the thing. We like, don't know that yet. That, we, that, well, we but even still, killed. like we, we see Rose get transmitted. We know she goes to, to the Daleks. And I don't want to jump ahead too much. But where are these other people going? Are they go to that same room. I don't know. That's I was what I'm saying. That same so maybe thing. they really are yeah. getting disintegrated. And then the Daleks just know Rose. They oh. know who she is, you know, because they're watching that broadcast. 
Well, because Jack kind of does a test on this Linda girl, and she he kind of like disintegrates her, and she shows back up like standing right next to the doctor. Oh, true, right. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that's just something that we'll have to just accept that they go somewhere. They go somewhere. And and when and when uh, they kind of figure this out, the doctor is like, she's out there somewhere. So he's trying to find her. So maybe they're just dispersed in different just places. Maybe they, yeah. maybe they go back to Earth because they're Earthlings. They yeah. take them from Earth to begin with. Yeah. Maybe they send them back there. But it's got to stay inside because of the Great yeah. Atlantic smog. smog <laughs> yeah, <smog. laughs> you can't even breathe. But it's crazy. Uh, yeah, but, but even Rose sees like after, at the end of her round in um, the weakest link. link, she sees that woman who she voted out get. Get disintegrated rent. and she's about to say i don't want to play this anymore and the, some other guy yells it before her he's like i don't want to play this anymore and he just makes a run for it <laughs> and he gets disintegrated so he's like wrecked. that that just tells you right there like you can't remove yourself from this game nope crazy uh i think it was after we see the disintegration of crosby that's when it cuts back and that's when we see the controller for the first time right all yeah. wired up with the crazy yeah tubes and all that stuff kind of yeah which what did you uh, think that woman looked like the funny thing is i for some reason was thinking it it resembled um who's the actress she was uh, in uh, she's the one that conan o'brien always thinks he looks like but she was in um the chronicles of narnia chronicles of narnia That's tilda, what, tilda swinton yeah <laughs> She looks. She looks that she actress. Looks like her. With, with all lit up, she does. But then later on, when we see her transported, she doesn't so much there. I think it's just the way the lighting and everything with the the contact lenses in. She looks like her definitely. All fired yeah. up there. I was like, wow, is that her? And then I kind of looked at her more. I was like, no, that's that's not her. But I thought that it kind of had a look of of uh, Minority Report to it. Yeah, like, it did. Yeah. That. And then going through the notes of this episode, that's exactly where this director got it from, was ah, Minority Report. Nice. I was thinking that when I'm watching him, like, it looks like the female from Minority Report, and uh, he was influenced by that, apparently. So. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The, then we have a great scene with Jack, and the, <laughs> the two robots are going to give him basically oh a God, facelift. Dude. And yeah. they pull out like the chainsaw and sc- screwdrivers and all things, getting ready to basically cut his face off. And they want to what put one of his legs and his abdomen, just be all crazy. Yeah. And he pulls out what? What is it? <laughs> this is his uh, his sonic. What is it called? I forget what the name of it is. Uh, um, it's not yeah, sonic blaster or something. Sonic blaster, yeah, that yeah. he has. And uh, they ask him, "Where did you get that he goes, from?" He goes, "I don't want to shoot you." And he goes, "You're." They go, but you're unarmed. You're naked. And he is. And he just reaches around and pulls, pulls something it out. Out of a certain place. She goes, You're you're unarmed, you're naked, yeah. But that's a compact laser deluxe, they call that. Where were you yeah. hiding that? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my god. And, but later on, like they cut back to him and he's like he's crafted like a weapon or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, both those, those robots are headless and he makes a comment. He's, he, he's like all excited that he made this like massive gun and he says something. He's like, he goes, well, that's going to be it. Ladies. Like the pleasure was all mine. And in the end, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. Like, I would, does that same character, like his <laughs> persona in that, does that carry over to Torchwood? I wonder, because like we, we watched that trailer for Torchwood, 
and clearly had no clue what the hell was going on. But it didn't right. really come off to me as being like I don't like want to say witty goofy. type of thing. Like yeah, like I don't know. For something about just his character seems like it would just be this like swashbuckling. You know, he's almost like a Han Solo in a sense, but right. like even more to, a, to to the extreme. Right. Um, yeah, but oh, great, great moment, man! Pulling that, uh, <laughs> that, that laser great. out of his gun or out of his out of his ass, basically. <laughs> Um, <laughs> then, uh, this is when we get a big moment. It, it cuts back to, um, after the, the deaths in the weakest link scene and it cuts back to Rose and Roderick and Roderick basically, basically says like, I wanted to come down to the two of us. Cause I know that, you know, we'll have more money coming up or, or be, be, basically be able to get more money. And I know that I can beat you or, or whatever in the end. And, right. um, that's when he mentions what, what's he say? Something about, you know, this whole show is courtesy of the bad wolf corporation. And then yeah. this is where we get the big flashback scene. Uh, Rose yeah. says, like, what is that from? And he says, oh, it's like an old Earth nursery rhyme. And then she says, I keep hearing those words. And then that's where it cuts through every moment. We saw it in the previous episodes leading up to this point. And Rose realizes that something's going on. Like, this isn't uh, exactly, you know, what was planned here. Um, yeah, he says it's the, the, he doesn't see it as any big deal. You no, know, he, he's, he's, he's grown up time. with it. Yeah. And um, he's like, why does it matter? He goes, they're, they're the gaming company or something like that. And you're like, hmm, okay. And that makes sense because these three guys are playing games right now. And like you said, like it, it just goes back <clears throat> to the, uh, the Bad Wolf thing. I wonder, like, we knew about the Bad Wolf thing. So, yeah, it was still cool to see all this. But I wish, like, we didn't know we about it. We didn't the know about it, thing. yeah. <clears throat> because yep. this would have been, I mean, the, the mo- even knowing it, the moment was a, a awesome moment. You're like, but, all right, because because there was a buildup even for us knowing it. There was a buildup to find out what it was. But how much did we really know? Because like, I mean, we just knew it was in the episodes. That we was knew. It. We were but, looking but how for though? It. I'm I'm trying to think. Like the title, we we knew this. The name of this episode. I remember, like, we looked at the title list when we first started this show, our podcast, and right. saw Bad Wolf was there. But then when you watch the very first episode, you see the kid and the spray painting on the TARDIS, Bad Wolf. Right. Yeah, that was might that the tip first you off a little bit. Or- I'm pretty sure that was the first episode, I don't know man. if that was the first I thought episode. that was when he was walking back, like, from Rose's apartment. That's very yeah. early on, man. Like, that's it's one early. of the first I, I don't times wanna... you see that. I think that's, like, the third episode, honestly. Okay. But then I it's, think... like... I mean, it's still early. Yeah, but... but then you just start seeing it. Like, it's hard to miss. Like, it just keeps popping up, man. So, it's... Like, do you think we would have caught... Like, the, in one of the episodes, or the flashbacks that they do right here, it's the helicopter landing and the, like, Bad Wolf 1 landing, like... Do you think like you would have picked up on that if we hadn't know. known? I don't know. It's it's tough to say. Like you can just easily say like, oh yeah, I would picked up on that and yeah. puff your chest out. But I don't know. Yeah, so, here it says reading through here. It says so you see see this is the order they show everything in. But there's her in her mind. Gwyneth saw it in the the Dickens episode <clears> in 1869. <throat> the call sign of Henry Van Staten's helicopter. So that's when they say, you know, bad wolf, whatever, coming in. Then they say the blade drug nuclear power plant. And then as graffiti on the side of the TARDIS in 2006. Right. The only time we were really ever in 2006. And then face a bow. Then they do face a bow. Right. right. And then the face of bow. But the, bad wolf TV. The only time we were ever in 2006 was really that first episode, right? I mean, they go back. They when, go back, but it's like 12 months later yeah, or something. So Remember? That, that was yeah. that first episode, man. Uh, I still don't think it was. You don't think it was? No. Aliens of London. What was that? That was uh, episode four, it says, I think. So Aliens of London, it was. Episode four. Okay. That's what that was. Because that was was when they go back after their first few uh, travels. 
And then right. that's when the the uh, Slothine basically crashed. So so episode four. Okay. So still early on though, man. Early, still, yeah, early. Um, and that that one's right in your right in your face. The other ones aren't aren't as uh, obvious. Right. Um. But then now Rose is even thinking because <clears throat> the doctor has said, <clears throat> excuse me, when when he kind of realizes like what's what's going on here, um, he kind of alludes to the fact that you know somebody wants him here. He's not here by accident. And Rose says the same thing right now. She says, if bad wolf, if the bad wolf is in charge um, of the quiz, then maybe I'm not here by mistake. So she's even like picking up on like, there's a reason why I'm here. Like there's, yeah, it's not coincidence. Someone, she says someone has been planning all of this. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, we forgot to mention too. I think it was before this, the doctor had broken the camera in the big brother house to break, right. to break a rule basically. Cause he wants to get kicked right. out. And then it cuts back to a classic scene of the doctor <laughs> he comes over the voice saying, you know, doctor, you've broken the rules. Big brother has no choice, but to evict you. And he just goes, yeah, like he's got a big old <laughs> smile on his face. I love it. it. says you have 10 second, 10 seconds to make your farewell. So they don't even give these people a lot of time. And, uh, he is then of course led into the hallway getting ready to be blasted. And uh, he's standing there. The countdown goes on. He's just got a big smile on his face, looking up, waiting for the laser to hit him in the face. And, of course, it doesn't happen doesn't because happen. that's not what's meant to happen. And even the the two people that flashes back to the two people in the control room, they don't even know why it didn't happen, right? They, they're not in control of it. They're like, no. wait a minute, what happened? Right. Um, and it would, was it at this point, too, did we hear at some point that there was a possible transmission hidden within the broadcast? Did we did we catch wind? I want to say we did catch wind at some point that this was going on. So you knew there had to be something besides just these people controlling. Well, it, the, well these two people like they're confused as to why they're there. The two people that they show you right now, they mm-hmm. they kind of have a conversation off to the side, and he says something like it's happening again or something like that. And and you know and he mentioned something about yeah like another transmission going on and. They don't give you a ton of information from, or what they're saying doesn't really make a lot of sense. But just the the way that they're interacting with each other, they know that these people just kind of showed up here, um, and something brought them there, and they don't know what either. So they're kind of just as confused as the Doctor Rose and Jack are. Yeah, impression that I got. Uh, let's see. So the doctor uses the screwdriver. They break out. So him and uh, Linda comes with him. Uh, the other guy didn't didn't want to leave. Um, and basically, we we. I think we learned at some point here, we might have even learned it here, that you're chosen to be on these shows. Right now, there's over 60 Big Brother episodes going. And in the end, mm. you just want to win to live. So it's almost right. like a Hunger Games type deal. Pretty right? much, it's like, yeah. It's like you, gotta, you basically have to win these games to win. So the one guy doesn't want to leave the house because he's like, no, I know that's a death sentence. I don't want to leave. But Linda says, you know what? I'm going to go with you. I'm going to come. And uh, you know, because the doctor's basically saying, I can help you get out. Um, so they get out and then he realizes this is when he recognizes that he's on satellite five, right. uh, but it's been a century essentially since he's been there. Uh, so a hundred years and he starts scanning around trying to find a way to get out of there. And, uh, that's when he just comes out to Linda and basically says who he is. He says, I was here a hundred years ago. Basically things went South. And, um, is this when he realizes that things are because of what he did? Is this the point? It's coming not this very moment okay but um it's coming up They're <clears throat> they're kind of just i don't know what he's doing he's just going like trying to find some, a way out right basically. yeah pretty much they're in like this uh <clears throat> looks like a big airlock type of place and um he's kind of like 
flirting a little bit with this <laughs> Linda chick. Because yeah. she, she says, like like you said, like, you know, um, she she says you've been here 100 years ago. And she kind of tells him, like, he looks pretty good for being here 100 and he years says, ago. And he says, I know, I moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's classic. Um, but they kind of go back and forth. And even him asking her, come with me. Yeah, he's. I yeah. thought was a little. Dude, don't be cheating on Rose. Well, he says that like when they're leaving the hallway, and then doesn't she say like, "Can I come with you?" And he's like, "That would be a great idea." Like just with right. kind of like, a smile on his face, like yes. is this a new another companion now that he's looking for? Exactly. Um, I like too. She mentioned some game shows, other shows yeah. besides Big Brother. Uh, yep. Call My Bluff with real guns. Cool. Uh, Countdown thirty seconds to stop the bomb. Cool. Uh, ground force where you're turned into compost. And stars in their eyes, where if you lose, they literally make you look at a bright star and blind your eyeballs out. Thought that was and, great. And bomb in thirty seconds, stars MacGruber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> MacGruber. <laughs> Do you see they're trying to make that a like a series? MacGruber. Yeah, he wants he wants no. it to come back as an actual like a Netflix series or something. Yeah, I saw well, that article. Awesome. That yeah. would be great. Uh, let's see. Okay. But so what does go- he say? He says, um, after she's lists all those things and yeah, the stars one is the last one. She goes, if you don't sing, you get blinded. He goes, and you watch this stuff. And she's like, everybody does. How come you don't? And he, re- he goes, I never paid for my license. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What does that mean? I will. And she's like, you can get killed for that. You can get executed for that. Yeah. Is Maybe it? it's something with this time frame. You just you have to have a license and be registered. I mean, didn't we learn in Satellite Five you have to be registered? And that was even where who was the guy? Adam was oh, his so name that was with him at that point. He's referring to that. Maybe. I think that's what he's referring to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. Good point. Is this where he brings up to the the idea? He says something about wanting to live a quiet life. Hmm. For some reason, I thought that was somewhere in there. Like he mentions that, and that was just yes. like a very interesting. I'm a time I mean, traveler, wandering past. Believe it or not. All I'm after is a quiet life. Yeah. So that's all he's yeah. after, man. And just so we get, so if we get out of here, what are you going to do? Just wander off again? And he says, as fast as I can. Yep. And she goes, can I come with you? And he kind of gives her a look and said, yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure. Uh, he goes, she goes, I wouldn't get in the way. He goes, I wouldn't mind if you did. Oh. What is going on oof. with the doctor? We've got messages of us calling Rose a certain something. Maybe yeah. the doctor might be on that yeah. too. Man whore. <laughs> yeah, he's a man whore. <laughs> uh, let's see. It cuts back to the control room. The two programmers uh, are looking at the log, trying to figure out who they but are. Real quick, before that, man, like th- that's when, um, right at the end of that scene, Linda turns like this light on and it says Bad Wolf Corporation. And that's when the doctor first sees that. He he All doesn't right. know he doesn't know what yes. this bad corporation is yet, but she turns this light on that there's this big banner that says Bad Wolf Corporation. Yep, you're right. He's got a look on his face like what oh, is going on? Oh boy. Yep. Yep. Uh and then we it cuts back to the controllers and they're trying to figure out who the doctor and uh well, I mean they know who Linda is, but they're trying to figure out like who is he. Um and they're scanning for what what is it? They uh uh, crap, where am I looking? The log. He wants to go, actually, the mail guy, he wants to go to Archive 6, where the logs right. are kept. And uh, the controller basically saying, nope, can't go there. It's out of bounds. And uh, the controller is always, like, monitoring the transmissions that flow through her. And she's muttering something just over and over. 
and mm-hmm. nobody really knows exactly what she's saying. <clears throat> um, and then it, what do you got? Well, one thing she does says, says one thing say. she does says, one thing she say is um, they are no one. And that's exactly what they were saying. That's right. In the last episode, because mm-hmm. she keeps telling them, continue working, continue working. They are no one. Yep. So you're like, hmm, okay. Uh, this is when Jack converts the defabricator into a ray gun, and he goes Love. in search of the doctor. And this is where he delivers that line, right? He says, oh, yeah. They're fun ladies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See him bust out. Uh, and then it cuts to, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to cough here. <laughs> We're both coughing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it cuts to the doctor and Linda looking out over the earth. And this is where we is. see the great Atlantic smog storm that's been going on for 20 years. Uh, Which is crazy. And that's when Linda says, like, they basically tell the population, like, oh, can't go out right now. Can't breathe. And they just have to sit there and wait. And this is when the doctor says, well, half the world's too fat and half the world's too thin. What do you do? Just sit in there and watch the telly? And she says, yeah, there's 10,000 channels for us to watch. And then this is when the doctor realizes that what he stopped back on Satellite 5 didn't really stop much. It actually caused this. Yeah. So for the first time, we you know we've always had the doctor seemingly save this situation. We've never really seen the aftermath or anything negative caused by what he's done. But that's kind of the opposite here. The fact is yeah. because he says like we you know I stopped all those transmissions and she's like well yeah that's what stopped all the all the this. information broadcast stopped and the whole planet just froze and society collapsed. Mm crazy man that's nuts he's yeah he, he's kind of like he says what's wrong he goes history's gone wrong again basically blaming like humanity for mm-hmm. like i set it straight and in a hundred years <clears throat> you guys have messed it all up again and then <laughs> she's yeah she's like no basically whatever happened a hundred years ago and not really saying what you did but when he says i stopped all, all the broadcast she's like yeah that's what happened and everything stopped and he, he has like a line that he just he goes, like you said, all the news channels just shut down overnight. She's saying that. Um, he goes, I did that. And she's like, yeah, that like you're saying, like that there was nothing in its place. There was no yep. information. The whole planet just froze. The government economy, they collapsed. And that was the start of it. hundred years of hell. And he just looks at her. He's like, I did this. It's crazy. <laughs> and I man. think that just smacks it. Like he, I made this world is what he said. And that's nothing we even talked about, man. We've talked about a lot of things, and we never really—I don't think we have. I never considered that. Like I, I always—I just of always him thought that, what he was doing, he knows what he's doing. Like we yeah. always get that impression that he's—he's he's a fixer. Yep. And he goes he's, to different points in time. He's literally yeah. a doctor. Yeah. Never even really considered that stuff. Yep. Mind blowing. Uh, and then that's when it cuts back to the weakest link. It is just Rose and Roderick, and they're kind of, kind of doing this like back and forth, tit for tat, like to see who's gonna actually win here. Which I want to bring up a great Saturday Night Live sketch, and that's what this reminded me of. Do you remember the Chris Farley <laughs> oh, the on Chinese the Japanese one? game show? And if <laughs> you've never one. seen this sketch, you need to go back and watch it. And it's basically Mike Myers is a Japanese game show host. Just speak, you know, obviously not speaking really Japanese, but, yeah. and it's Chris Farley and two other contestants who do speak Japanese, but Chris Farley doesn't. And like, he has no idea what he's doing on the game show. And basically like, if you lose the game show, it's not to this extreme, but you're like tortured and, and you're messed up. <laughs> and the very, like, he's just coming up with answers. Like, you know, Mike Myers asks him the question. He's like, 
Godzilla? <laughs> like, yes, you know, he keeps getting all these right answers. And then at the end, the classic one is Quacky Serpy Niku. Quacky Serpy Niku. Quacky Serpy. And then he's right. Like, he gets it. Oh, no, no, no. He does it because it was Quacky Serpy Piku. It's like, right, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, and so man. that's what this reminded me of. You can tell Rose is just like, she's a nervous wreck, knowing if she gets it wrong, she's going to get zapped. And she gets a few of them, but then, of course, in the end, she doesn't get, you know, the right one. Um, and the doctor is trying to basically break in because the doctor figures out where she is, that she's up on uh, – what floor was she on? 407? 407, I, I believe, yeah. Um, so he, they go racing up there, and, and by this point, Jack is with them. They're racing up there to try to get there. They just break in just at the final moment, and Rose goes running. Rose is lost. Yeah, Rose she's lost, lost at this point. Week, yeah. She lost the game. She lost the final round. The only question she got right – they asked five questions. The only one she got mm-hmm. right, she knew who the face of Bo was. That's the only one I knew too. So yeah, I know, right? And uh, she just basically goes running because the doctor starts coming in, and uh, she starts running towards the doctor, and the android gives her the old zap, dude. And Rose turns to dust. What did you think, man? That was up to this point the greatest moment, and not—I don't mean great because I was sad that Rose to this point died like you you yeah. you don't know this whole transport thing at this point in time yep. <clears throat> and the way it's presented the music uh the look on the doctor's face yep. jack's reaction oh jack's pissed <clears throat> he's yeah. he is he is irate <clears throat> excuse me and um you think coupled with uh this linda girl so i'm thinking that's it for rose because yeah. Linda's going to Linda's take her place. Yep. And and even Rose, when when she loses, <clears throat> when she loses that final round, she's she's yelling. She's like, this is wrong. She's like, you shouldn't be doing this. Where's the doctor? And then he finally comes running in, like you said, and she makes a run for him. And, dude, when that happened, like, I was I, I was just so fixed. I was, I was just, like, in another world almost. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. They really, they really killed Rose. They did it. They did it. It was now, an epic moment. Man. Unfortunately, because we watched this on Amazon and you can see the the basic, what do you want to call it? Not album art, but like the art for the upcoming seasons. We see Rose in those. See, seasons. I don't look at those. See, I've seen I've seen those. So that's where okay. I was kind of like, oh, man. Like, you know, I knew this. It wasn't going to be. But in my head, I'm thinking, well, how the hell is she going to come back? Like, she's right. totally been turned to dust. She's dust. Like, maybe that rose that's in those future seasons is not this rose. Like it just had me wondering like, what the hell, man? I don't, I don't know. Um, but I think if anything, this might show us that death can come pretty quick in the show, you know? Yeah. That it, and, and I mean, Hey, we know what's going to happen multiple times here in, in the coming seasons. Um, I think the fact that they just <clears throat> did that, just that they, they give you the viewer the impression that yeah she is gone yeah oh yeah for for a little while um, <clears throat> like you said yeah we, we can we can make someone disappear they'll probably reappear <laughs> at some point like they do in this episode like by the end of the episode mm-hmm. but just to have that in the back of your mind like okay yeah this can turn around real quick yep uh, dude I'm just watching the look on his face right I now. am he right now like, too man he the looks whole, like he's just the whole uh, tone of this episode changes in that moment like moving forward after this it's completely different like you said you were just like transfixed on it i was too like i i was watching this and you know just kind of like having the fun ride like oh this is great the moment that happened like it's almost like i was numb like 
wow. And then even the few minutes after that, when they're processing him, like he gets the shows the doctor getting arrested, you hear Jack in the background arguing with the police. The police officer comes up to him. They mm-hmm. show the doctor getting basically his mug shots taken and doesn't say a word, just Nothing. straight on shot, turns his head, another shot. And the best part is they they finally get them into the cage and sit them down. And the doctor, <laughs> all he says is, let's do it. <laughs> and they just spring into action, man, yeah, like that badasses. That Jack, awesome. you know, Jack swinging, drop kicking the guy in the face. I mean, it's just like, wow, this is awesome. I love it. Yeah, because you finally feel like, he, and he's said this so many times, like he doesn't have a plan, and he even says it at the end of this episode. But I like how he turns it around, you know, make it kind of uh, it work for him that he doesn't have a plan, and we'll get to that. But. um He's said that multiple times in the past, like, I, I don't know how to fix this, but you always got the impression that he he was going to come out on top. Like, right. you know, like the good guy's going to win in the end. I didn't know, man. Like, I had no idea how this, like I said, I really, because I don't go, I haven't seen the, uh, you know, the posters or whatever for following seasons. Mm-hmm. To me, she was gone. And, and, and the way that they portrayed it and the look on his face and Jack was like, you killed her. Your stupid show killed her. Like, you're just like. How's he going to get out of this one? It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, They spring into action. They run up to the controller's room basically at that point. And uh, just ready to figure out what's going on. The doctor wants to know what the hell's going on. He has Jack's gun. He's pointing it all around the room. Uh, the male programmer's real nervous. And the doctor, then it's funny, then he's just like, here, you take it. Gives that guy the gun. He's like, I'm not going to shoot anybody. It's just kind of there just to threaten people to get up there. Um, and then uh, what the, the controller systems don't recognize who the doctor is. And they realize that the, or they learn that the controller was installed when she was five years old mm. and that she's been plugged in so long that her eyes have even atrophied um, just from not being used. So all she sees is the programming as to mm. what's happening. And uh, what the the programmer says, um, uh, there's more going on in the station. There's unauthorized transmats and encrypted signals that have been going on for years. And that's when Jack opens up Archive 6 to find the TARDIS is actually Mm -hmm. what is in that closed area. So what do you think? my, My question there is how long has the TARDIS been there? Like the controller knew not to let them into Archive 6. But how long was the TARDIS? I mean, is it in just from when they were immediately yeah. there, or do you think they were actually there much longer than what than just transported and immediately possible. wake up? Like, like the moment they woke up <clears throat> is just what we saw. We don't actually know how long that they were laying there for. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, wherever yeah. they're laying is in is in uh, an area where other people are, but kind of off to the side a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's possible. Hmm. It's possible there for a little bit. But I thought it was interesting that Jack had a key. Yeah. To the oh, TARDIS. that's right. Yeah. He just he's the only one that goes in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a pretty good comment going into that room. I forgot what he said. Yeah, I don't know, but he, when he 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 basically finds something that <laughs> surprises him in that moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Know, when he's on the TARDIS. Yeah. When he gets. Yeah, you don't know what it is, but he's we looking at like one of the screens, is. and he's like, "What is this?" Uh, and then uh, we've heard kind of multiple times here throughout the episode, but there's a solar flare happening. And basically mm-hmm. when the solar flare hap- happens, it blocks all transmissions. And the minute that happens, that's when the controller kind of like 
opens up and says, you know, doctor kind of says that this white flare is happening, that her quote unquote masters cannot read her thoughts at this point. They've been controlling her mind all her life, but she saw the doctor in the transmissions and brought him here, mm. hiding him inside the games so that he could find her. Um, however, she can't tell the doctor who the masters are because she has been genetically altered to be unable to say their names. And um, she also goes on to say that her masters have been hiding on Earth for centuries, growing stronger in numbers, but they fear the doctor. Right. And then, uh, of course, the flare passes. Jack comes back to tell uh, the doctor that the TARDIS worked out, that the disintegrators were actually part of a secondary transmat system and that the people have not died, that they have just been transported elsewhere, which means Rose ain't dead, that she's right. still alive, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. Big cool plot. stuff, man. <clears throat> huh? I said big, just big plot, big thing. There's like this big yeah. scheme going on here, man. And and and, you, and at this point, you don't know. He keeps asking her, you know, going back to when when the solar flare happens, and he's talking to the uh, what's her name? She's got it. The program, whatever. What, what's controller. The controller. controller. Um, and he keeps saying like, "Who's your master?" And she keeps saying, "You know, they're, she goes, they're they're." They're strong, they're powerful, they're in the hundreds, and they keep multiplying. And you don't know who it is at this point in time. I mean, I I had an idea because of the well, you know, the the pre- next week the, on. Yeah, they ruined that. Kind man. of spoiled it for you. I wish totally they didn't spoiled. do that. Yeah. Um. Again, it was still cool when it happened, but um. Yeah, he can't get it out of her who who it is, and yeah. um. Yeah, and then the the whole the whole rose thing that Rose isn't dead. I was happy about that. Dude. Yeah, man, I know. <laughs> I mean, it only lasted for maybe like what, not even ten minutes, but it was it was ten minutes of like take a sigh of relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yep. Uh, but then, of course, the doctor gets all excited. He knows that she is out there somewhere, so he is trying to, or he's doing all these things in a computer, trying to figure out where she is. The controller screaming, yelling, and uh, then the controller herself even disappears. Right, because they well, because be- she she gives up the coordinates. She basically sacrifices herself. Yep. She she's like, you know, I I've had enough of this, and she tells doc the doctor, uh, you know, the coordinates. He's like, don't do that. He's like, you know, they'll they'll kill you or something. She basically just says, I don't I don't really care, just <laughs> because she knows that the her masters fear the doctor, right. so she would rather give up her life, giving the coordinates of where they are, so he can go defeat them. Yep. And that's exactly what she does. Yep. Uh, she gets teleported away, and then back at the station, uh, what the transmat beam is traced to a point at the edge of the solar system, and uh, it looks like the screen is showing empty space there. However, mm-hmm. they do realize that there is some sort of signal happening there being transmitted by the satellite that is shielding what is actually there. So something's been there the whole time, basically hidden. And these these are the same people, the doctor says, that installed the, the Jagrafest nearly two centuries before. And they've been manipulating mankind for generations to play the long game. Mm. So didn't mm. wasn't that the name of an episode, the long game? I believe it was. Yeah. So this, mm. even he, even things have been been hiding in the titles of the episodes. Yep. And he canceled like the that secondary signal or whatever. He mm-hmm. he goes, I can cancel it and then reveal who it is, and it just pans out to to. Yeah, hundreds. It says a fleet of two hundred Dalek flying saucers. Well, Jack's like he goes. That's impossible. Because I know those ships. Yeah, and he goes. I thought they were destroyed. And uh, the doctor is like, well, obviously they survived. And then that's when he said two hundred ships. 
more than 2,000 on each ship. Yeah, nearly half a, half a million. million. Half a million of what? It says that one guy, and he just says Daleks, and we get Daleks. Boom. Boom. And, yeah. But they're all pissed because they've been, they've been had. Yeah. They've been found. And they're like, it's the doctor. It's the, he's found us. <laughs> and they have Rose, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they basically say they're going to destroy Rose, you know, if the doctor tries to do anything. Because they, they start talking to the doctor, actually. They kind of open up a, a video right. uh, feed with him and saying they're going to exterminate Rose. And uh, to the Dalek surprise, and of course, I think to nobody watching the show, the doctor just <laughs> says, no. He just keeps saying, like, no. He's like, what do you mean? No. <laughs> he says, and just defiantly saying that. And he basically said, because they say, you know, you have no weapons, no defenses or plans. And he basically says, like, yeah, and doesn't that scare you? Like, oh, the that fact is that, such How an great answer. was that, man? Like, the fact that he doesn't have any plan, like, that's when he works best. Him in uh, just spur of the moment, just instinct is the doctor at his best. Mm-hmm. Like, you that have was no brilliant. weapons. <laughs> no defenses all plan. What is the meaning of this negative? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> and uh yeah, he basically just says, I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm coming And he is pissed, dude. Like when he's telling he's like, I am going to wipe all of you mm-hmm. off the face of the earth. I'm gonna save Earth and I'm gonna destroy every single last one of you. Like he is he's a raging doctor right now, man. Yeah. And that's when they say, like, yeah, you don't you don't have a plan. And and that's where I say like he turns it around for a positive for him. He's like, you're damn right, I don't have a plan. That that's like you said, like that's when he works best. So I can't wait to see like where this thing goes, man. Mm. God, it looks so good, man. And he even tells Rose, he's like, I'm coming for you. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then at the very end, like the Daleks kind of, it's almost like this. You know, they're on, it seems like they're on one ship and, and they just show them and they're all, they're all moving around a lot quicker than that old Dalek. Oh, yeah. That was in the other episode. Mm-hmm. They're floating in air and there's just hundreds upon hundreds Tons upon of hundreds of them. Dude, I'm, re- yeah. I'm reading the line right now. Like, it just, it's so awesome. He's like, it doesn't scare you to death. Big smile on his face. And then he just says, Rose. And she says, Yes, doctor, I'm coming to get you. And he just points uh, the sonic screwdriver and boom, shuts the camera off. <laughs> And everybody stands and cheers, man. Yeah, he dropped the mic right there. It was just so much in that episode, dude. Wow. So much. Yep. It was awesome. I cannot wait. Now, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, because we know he doesn't move on beyond this episode. He's got to sacrifice himself, right? If you want to go into this, this the next time thing. The, the, on the next episode. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the moment where we see them, them floating. We see like a whole... Just fleet of uh, of Daleks all over the place. They're, they want to what launch missiles. We see missiles flying. We see the TARDIS flip. <laughs> yeah, we see the TARDIS flipping through the sky. It's. I mean, this episode is going to be crazy. He says he, he sees like a hologram that's being like projected into the TARDIS, and he yeah. says, "I'm dead or about to die any second with no chance of escape." And you kind of know that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like knowing. He doesn't go on. Is that the moment? And he's in hologram form. So, ah, God, he's he's the new Obi Wan. Mm. He's Rose's Obi Wan. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be cut down? And he's more powerful in death than he is alive. Like you may cut me down. Oh, there you go. Maybe. Yep. But there's also a scene where like Jack is like backing. I think it's Jack. It's really quick. It, it looks like him. Yeah. And um, he's like kind of. 
it seems like he's backing up into a hallway, which is coming to an end. And, you know, there's Daleks just barreling down on him. So does he die? I don't know. And then, then the big question, they come in and he says, like, you know, you survived the time war. How did you survive? And then some, some crazy voice says, they survived through me. <sighs> Who is that? Do uh, you think it's someone we know? I think it's somebody we don't know. I think it's somebody who fans may know. That's what I mean. Like, is it yeah. something that has been in a previous episode? I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> that, you know, this was a nod to Doctor Who fans that we we wouldn't know, though. Like, you and I don't know, I think. I don't think it's anybody from the When we see who it is, we won't know who, who I don't think we person. will. No. Okay. Nope. All right. Because we're talking time war, man. I think this is like... Whoever the, the the Daleks are here because of time war stuff. This whole season mm. was the long game to get back at the Doctor, and, and all that guy I, th- I think goes back to old Who, you know, whatever fifteen years prior to this when the Who wrapped up all that stuff back then. And so, if you were a long time oh, Who fan, so? yeah, I think so. If you were a long time <laughs> Who fan, you might have watched these first few episodes and were kind of like, oh, it's all right, it's kind of cool. But then, as it really started diving into this, you were like, shit, yeah, Doctor Who is back. Like, <laughs> right. they're going back to some old stuff. We got Daleks and they're time warring it. Like, this is what all I right. wanted. That's, that could happen. Yeah. I didn't Man. think about that. But I just always thought this was like a just a brand new reboot. And yeah, they might but reference it's not, old stuff, oh, man. I mean, that's what they. Yeah. There's history here, dude. And the yeah. fact that he's the what he's the ninth Doctor, like he's or is it ninth or tenth? Ninth. Yeah, like ninth. this yeah. is all together, man. <laughs> and even supposedly, I, I I don't know how much your brother uh, told you, your brother-in-law, but somebody told me that um, there's only so many Doctors total. Like that's in the canon of Doctor Who. Okay. Like I don't know what the number is, <clears throat> fifteen, seventeen, whatever. So eventually this is going to end just out of like attrition. Like there can only be so many doctors. Kind of like Bitcoin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there's only so many Bitcoin <laughs> yes. and there's only so many doctors. Yep. Right. Kind of like Doctor Who podcast. There's only one. This one. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. There's, there's only one including guys who've never seen the show. And That's right. <laughs> you're listening to it right now. And who gets shot by the <laughs> fabricator. This is it. That's it. <laughs> All right. So great episode. I awesome. can't wait to see where it ends. Awesome. Let's move on to some of the trivia, Chris. What do we got this week for uh, crazy? Uh, let's uh, see. There's a lot in here. Bits in this, and pieces. Uh, oh, let me load it up here. Trivia. Bad Wolf reference. Um, yeah, the, other than the obvious title, Bad Wolf is the name of the corporation, obviously. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. General trivia. During the actual recording, the director instructed the sound engineer to mix up the played back questions. I don't know what that means. So the actors would confuse, the actors would appear confused and that's a genuine reaction. But I'm trying to remember when that was, when they played back questions. I don't know. I'm lost on that. Um, Let's see, Daleks, Goose. Uh, The diary room chair when in the very beginning we we didn't we didn't really talk about that in the very beginning when the, the doctor gets to the big brother house some robotic voice tells him to go into the you know those rooms that they have where they talk into the camera yeah yeah that's right yeah he does do like that. like in, in the real world and mm-hmm. stuff like that so the diary room the diary room the yeah, the, diary the chair room. used in the in that scene was actually sold to channel 4 and they used it in the actual Big Brother television show. <laughs> That's awesome. Which is kind of cool. Uh, let's see what else we got here. 
Um, in the scene with the fashion droids, Jack mentions that he got his denim in a, quote, little place in Cardiff called the Top Shop. Hmm. Uh, there actually is a chain of stores in the UK called Top Shop nice. with a branch in Cardiff. In 2010, um, so I got, okay, in 2010, it carried only women's clothing. And far from being a little space, it's actually massive. <laughs> so it's, not a, it's not a small store. Um, the production team originally intended to show J- Jack's naked butt on screen. Uh, the screen, the sheen, blah, 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 blah. The scene was shot, but the BBC's editorial policy uh, stepped in and vetoed it. And this was the only time they overruled anything in that entire season. Wow. It was the only time they stepped in and said, you can't do that. Hmm. So can't show a butt. No butts. They've but. obviously never watched NYPD Blue because <laughs> that show was on in the 90s and there was naked Sipowitz butt every week. That's funny. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, okay. Here's the, So Russell T. Davies, who is, uh, I think he was the director of this one, uh, said that the game station would run by a mentally enhanced teenager named Edward, but quickly came to dislike the idea. He first replaced Edward with an elderly man, and then, inspired by a minority report, a pale androgynous controller instead. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, set five for New Year's after the long game. Um, according to Doctor Who Confidential, which I guess is a website, um, although Anne Robinson was in, was invited to voice the android, nice. Uh, the, the expectation was that she would decline it. So they hired somebody, just with the anticipation that she would say no, and she actually accepted it and really did the voice. That's awesome. And which is cool because she seems so freaking rigid that she. Yeah, oh yeah, it, right. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> uh, what else we got here? We got more. There's a lot in this one, dude. I'm kind of skipping through some ones yeah. that don't mean anything. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Episode was watched by 6.81 million viewers, which is still, I think, an increase from the last one. And overall, like we've said, it's hovered around 7 million, which is, which is pretty cool. Hmm. And mm, I think that's it for like kind of nice. basic stuff. But if you go over to uh, the fandom site. I think there was something about oh the deadlock seal. This episode introduces the deadlock seal, a type of lock which is immune to the Doctor Sonic screwdriver and will be used again in future episodes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Pretty cool. Looking forward to this next episode. The final episode here of season one is called "The Parting of Ways," mm. and I'm going to read the description. Says, I almost uh, don't want you to. No, I, I, oh, I am. I am. It says, uh, Rose Tyler has faced danger and seen wonders alongside the doctor, but now their friendship is put to the test as Earth plunges into an epic war. With the human race being slaughtered, the doctor is forced into terrible action. Will the time travelers ever be reunited? Here's a question that I didn't even think about until I just read that. Okay. Do you think the doctor and Rose are going to be able to be together one last time before... They're separated, or before well, before he oh. he leaves, Eccleston wow. himself, you know. 
Like, what, so I mean, it, like it could just very well her. be a moment where he sees her on another side of glass or whatever, and she's able to escape on an escape pod, and boom, the ship blows up, and he's dead. Or something, yeah. Because or like something like that. You know, you know, when we were watching just now, like <clears throat> I said, when he when he's talking about, you know, uh, I could die any second. Like he's a hologram. He's a hologram on the TARDIS. So somebody's on the TARDIS. Is Jack and we see the, the one that saves her, and he does whatever it needs to do so her and Jack can live. You know what I mean? So when, so then, if that's the, if that happens, when would be the last time that her and the Doctor were together? It's that scene we see when the bright light on the TARDIS transmats them off into this play into satellite that, five or right? if you want to say like when she's running towards him because they do see each other there when she gets disintegrated mm-hmm. but i mean that oh, that, that's, a that's a last very moment. exactly yeah. <laughs> it's a very very brief and you know she it's dies terrible or you think she does but uh that's a good question man do do they ever see each other again i don't know i don't know i i i, I don't i get the impression that they don't I just I don't know why I think because if they did they would get out of there and and or maybe they wouldn't get out of there because as I'm gonna I, w- I want to wipe all you Daleks off the face of the earth so he might hang around because he doesn't want to run he knows if yeah. he runs then Earth is done um that would be that would be tough to to watch them not have like at least like a final moment like a, a goodbye moment type of thing you're saying yeah. that would be. That would be difficult. It just sucks, man. You know. I think it's gonna happen. I think you better prepare yourself uh, for that. I know, man. <clears throat> All uh, right. This is it. Well, this and, is it. And there was, and there's no Christmas episode. You said for this. Uh, I'm looking right now. Season two begins with the Christmas invasion. It's called, which was December 25th, 2005. Okay. It's the beginning on because uh, we watch the show on Amazon Prime, guys. For some of you out there wonder how we watch it, Amazon Prime here in the states, uh, all these are included with with Prime. Um, we watch it through that, and season two, episode one, is the Christmas Invasion, and it is uh, it aired December twenty fifth, two thousand five. So technically a Christmas special, but it's included in season two. And I so. think I've asked this before, but are the Christmas episodes like their own? Like when you bunch them together, they make a season. Or does the Christmas episode just a continuation of the very last episode of a season? I don't know. We don't know. I think I think you can watch the Christmas episodes standalone. Like Prime has just a David Tennant Christmas special. They specials. do, right. But yeah. I wonder if those are actually like the last episode of the season that aired on right. Christmas like this one. And it's just they always make it a Christmas special and it kind of became a thing. Okay. So that's something that if you guys want to email us. Yeah. podcast at gmail.com email us and let us know <laughs> to make sure we watch these in the order I, but like I said I can see at least that first one here we're going to be able to get that in um, season 2 um, that will be there so uh, alright well uh, again like I said email us you can find that link in the show notes you can follow us on twitter at TARDIS Tardy or follow us on instagram at Tardy Tardis Podcast and again you can find those in the show notes and uh, yeah we're here we're on the doorstep mm-hmm. knocking on heaven's door Chris I, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I didn't think I'd be this attached to him, <clears throat> and uh, I didn't think I'd be this attached to like the show. I knew I, I, we'd get a kick out of it just to do this show. Yeah. But um, I genuinely enjoy this. I'm getting this, into it, man. T- today, yeah. today, <laughs> I was the first time I watched an episode and just tweeted to my personal tweet, like Twitter account, something about Doctor Who that like 
I loved this episode. <laughs> I have yet to do that, but I did it today because this episode yeah. was balls. And you know what everybody said? It. Like when we started this thing, we were telling people about it. Everybody said, just get through the first season. Yep. And I like if this is how the first season is, the first season is this good. What the hell are we in for, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like this show is going to go into places that we didn't even expect. So yeah. I love it. I'm looking right it's now, awesome. man. We got at least on Prime. There's 10 seasons to watch and each one is anywhere from like 12 to 14 episodes. So, yeah, got a ways to go, man. I can't wait. And, and we're glad each and every one of you tuning in are with us. So everybody here, thank you as always for making us a part of your week or heck, whenever you're listening to this, because that's the yeah. one thing about this, this it podcast. Seems like, it does seem like people are actually enjoying it. I think we kind of said that. Like, yep. we're not getting like yelled at by you people <laughs> to say like, <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you guys? Like, you're actually getting the joke and 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 liking the fact that we have no idea what we're talking yeah, about. But I, but. And I like that though. You say the joke like that. That's the funny thing, man. Like this show really did start out as like, yeah, it's a joke. We're watching Doctor Who. Ha ha. I'm invested. Like, I, oh, absolutely. We're in it, man. Like, like this it's is still, real now. <laughs> every time you break these episodes down, yes, we're still joking and laughing at like things that are there, but I'm in it. Like this, this yep. is Doctor Who, man. We're in. Yep. So, uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you here as always for tuning in and uh, making us a part of your week or part of your day. We appreciate it so much. And with that, catch you next episode. Jack Later.